So, uh, welcome to the No Time Records podcast. 11 point, no, 9, 10? No, yeah, 11, 11.5. Yeah, I'll be sure to actually record your channel this time, Tommy, I promise. We have two backups, I should, maybe I also should do a... Yeah, so a I'm recording, I'm recording, uh, your channel, I'm recording both of us together. Okay, so usually how we record this podcast is I record my channel, Tommy, and then, uh, I record Tommy's channel on separate tracks. And because I accidentally just did not record Tommy's channel, we're re-recording this. So now I have my channel, Tommy's channel, all of us together, and then I'm using a separate not OBS system to record as well. Um, I feel like I feel like we should uh, do a limited release of the podcast of just your side of the what we recorded Sunday. <laughs> we'll put it behind a paywall or something for yeah. people that really, really like the podcast. Yeah, you I you decided to leave the podcast, but I'm still trying to keep it going, but not yeah. changing literally anything. Like, yeah. like or, or like if I like I it's like if I died in a car accident, but you were uh, you're you're in denial that I actually died. It's it's very it's literally just me going. Oh yeah, I don't think so. Just it's just me responding <laughs> and talking to nothing. It is so it's so weird. And I was editing it, and I was like. Wait, where's Tommy? And I tried, and you st- I just did not even arm your track. And so, yeah, so we're re-recording this. Um, but we're just going to get straight into it because I do feel that this is going to be a pretty long one. Yeah. Uh, so starting off with record label news. Uh, that we didn't talk about last time. Well, now um, Corrupt Vision put out a single. Uh, very proud of this one. Uh, it's the first song we've released... It's like the newest song we've recorded in like over a year, right? Yes. Um, called Body Cams Off. We did a, a, I think the term is a maxi single. So we released it, uh, a brand new song, and then we had a demo and then a live version of it. So, excuse me, we released a taste of that uh, on, on Friday. Uh, very thankful for all the, the positivity that it's been receiving from uh, a lot of our fans. So I'm really stoked on that. We finally got up on Spotify today. And Spotify is allowing us to do those like cool like art like video things with songs now yeah so oh I, really so when i sent you that video that i gave you no context to that was me sending it to you so i could download it to my phone and then oh it, it was Spotify. one of those like hey hold this kind of things it's all right i could cut all this part out so what people don't know occasionally tommy and i just sent each other things with absolutely no context and all we say is hold this that generally means that it's we're on our desktop and we need to send something to our phones so the only way that we know like, effectively to do that is just to send it each other to Messenger and just ask them to hold this, and then we go on Messenger, we download the thing so we can post it somewhere. I do it a lot. Tommy got it from me. I forgot who I got it from. So what happened was is um, I actually had already saved that video to my phone, but I could not find it because I had sent it to myself originally. So I forwarded it from myself to you so that I could re-download it. Because if you download something <laughs> you already have downloaded, it won't let you do it again. Really? If you forward it, yeah, if you forward it, you can then download it again. Yeah, so that's some, just some, some tips and tricks from uh, your pals here at no time. Yeah, so if you need a you need to get a photo from your desktop to your phone, that's just send it to your friend. No context. Yeah, messenger. And uh, so there are actually two things in the news that I do want to talk about. The first one is uh, about vinyl, and the second one's actually for by cassettes or for cassettes. All right. Uh, so let's start off with the vinyl. But vinyl finally outsells CDs for the first time in decades. 
and vinyl revenue made up 62% of all physical music revenue this year so far, according to the RIAA. Which means it's only going to get even like, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's vinyl still killing it. Oh yeah, definitely. And it, to me personally, it does make sense because it's, it's not a casual way to listen to music anymore. Like you need to really be into music to buy a vinyl record. Or you just think they're cool. Yeah, you you, know, you got to be into music. Like, you're yeah. not just gonna casually buy a vinyl record. I feel like I feel like um, I feel like the big thing now is just everyone buying them from like what Urban Outfitters and shit. That's like my go-to. Like uh, like if you're like a casual music listener, you're like, oh damn, I need this. I need this Charlie XCX record. Let me buy that shit from Urban Outfitters. Or like, oh, I need this. Uh, I need this new Taylor Swift album. I'm gonna buy it at Urban Outfitters. Like, I'll never forget when we were at a Urban Outfitters on tour, and there was a uh, Lana Del Rey cassette for twenty dollars, and I was like, damn, they can get it. Well, they can get that money. I feel that no, like casual person will actually like be paying that much for like if you're a casual fan of music like that, you're not gonna be paying that extraordinarily amount. For that, you could just stream it. But if you're, if you're uh, actually like super into music, like you want to support the artist, you want to get like this this lost semi lossless way to listen to music, you'd get a vinyl. I feel like it's um because it's so it is like record collecting and like owning records is so popular right now that I think it's a, a few it's a, I think it's a lot of people buying a few things, you know. Like it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like, I'm gonna buy a cheap Crosley, and then I'm gonna buy like, uh, like ten or so records I have, put them on a shelf, and then probably not buy any more. And I think that's just multiplied so like, over and over and over again, right? And then you have like hardcore fans like us who are like just constantly buying like physical formats. I do think that us like the constant like, physical format buying fans. I think that's actually what's driving it because nobody else is gonna be buying these vinyl records, let alone CDs. I'm curious, like, like, like no one listens to CDs nowadays. Yeah, I'm curious if like um, uh, it'd be interesting to kind of see like uh, is there like a bunch of hard like wh- of like vinyl sales? Is it like just hardcore like people with just shelves and shelves of records, or is it just like a bunch of casual people coming into the to the the collecting world? I we, think it's like a healthy mix of both. Yeah, I it, it, I already thought this had happened where vinyl outsold CDs. I know that uh, CDs were in the absolute downfall. But um, does it by is it by units or is it by um, like money made? Yeah, it's money made of the total physical music revenue in the first half of the year, which was three hundred seventy six million. Sixty two percent of that revenue came from vinyl sales. So yeah, that that is a huge chunk as well. That's over half of all, not counting streamings of all, just all physical. Came from uh, vinyl. You know what's funny is this reminds me of like in the 2000s when CDs were king. It's like you think of like a like that's why like um I always attribute like CDs to uh, like new metal music because like new metal was like the biggest thing ever. At the same time, CDs were the biggest thing ever. So it's like you, you so many bands were just putting out like so many CDs in like the early 2000s, and it's like I, I just always think of like new metal as like the standout genre from that that like of music and i'm trying to think of like what would be the standout genre of like i guess now kind of everything getting repressed to vinyl you know Does that makes sense i disagree i think i disagree with you because I mean, all of was back then 
like in the mid '90s and the early 2000s, before Napster really took off, the only way you could listen to a certain song is to buy a CD. Oh so yeah. Regardless, so regardless of the music that you that you listen to, you had to buy a physical CD. They, they yes, they did sell CD singles, but mostly that was generally for promotional purposes for radios for DJs and stuff for to be playing that song. And the only way that you could actually get just one damn song, like let's say you only wanted to listen to like one Limp Biscuit song. You can't. You got to get the entire damn thing. So when Napster came along, that really did revolutionize like the way we consume music. And actually, I did read an article about this. Uh, Shaggy, It Wasn't Me, the only way that it got popular was because of Napster. Because people were downloading off of Napster and then uh, DJs were playing it across the country. So the fact that CDs are not making any money is not a shock. Like 48%, well, maybe even less than 48% because that's just uh, from the total. I actually do want to see what, how much CDs brought in because I, everybody listening, stop asking us to buy, to make you CDs. We're not going to. They like our, do not sell. Like our local, our local uh, CD manufacturer shut down. So. Oh yeah. Easy disc, yeah, oh. no more. Uh, let's see here. All right, you ready for this? Eighty-five percent of all the money, entirely everything, which is a four point eight billion dollar industry, music. Uh, eighty-five percent was streaming. What I love, what I love about um, like the history of Napster is they essentially just like threw a bomb into the lap of like the recording industry. They're like, you need to deal with this right now. <laughs> yeah, like, you need to adapt. And the thing is, Apple kind of embraced that sort of model. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to buy this entire thing. I'm going to buy one song. A buck? I could afford that. There was, but it was funny. It's like in the early days of, like, internet, like, or, uh, selling your music on the internet, people didn't know, like, what to price music at. So, like, back in the day, like, sometimes you'd have to buy a song from, like, a like a artist website for, like, $5. They didn't, you know, they didn't know how much to charge back then. They didn't know what the appropriate price was. It's like, well, we used to sell, we used to sell seven inches for, you know, five dollars. Why would we not? Why would the, yeah, why would we not change the? Uh, no, I'm talking about digital download of a single. Oh, song. digital, yeah, really, damn. Because I know CDs like at a time like when uh, when iTunes was actually like still rolling out like around 2005, 2006. Um, I could go into Barnes and Noble and buy a Metallica CD for twenty five dollars, and even like as a kid, like looking at that, I was like, "That's a lot of fucking money." Yeah, it's so weird now. Like looking at CDs is like this, like the cheap, like cheap bargain bin shit at a record store. Then they're like, "Damn!" At some point, people paid like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, thirty dollars for these fucking things. Yeah, immense, immense money. Actually, realizing how cheap they are to produce compared to vinyl is like how so like markup on those things were insane well that also goes back to the whole music as a product versus music as a service thing whereas back then music was considered a product and now it's considered a service yeah i agree with you i do think like music is essential especially now yeah oh hell yeah all right and uh speaking of dead formats we got to support the boys over at tapehead city set week this is actually yeah yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck cassette store day. It's all about fucking. We got. I'm getting seven days now. Now, uh, we actually did not talk about this in, when we recorded originally because they have not announced it. But uh, yeah, Tapehead City presents Cassette Week 2020, October 11th through the 17th. Um, so the first round, which I'm assuming, I'm not entirely sure what that means, but uh, there are a good like. There's a 
thick list of artists and like cassettes just coming out. And no, I know what you're all thinking. No Time Records did not sign up because I found out about this literally the day after the signups closed. I just forgot. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I didn't have, well, after a cassette store, well, normally with cassette store day, we do the baggie split as kind of a, cause we fucking hated burgers. So that was always like a, uh, um, kind of an anti-cassette release or cassette store day release. But then with burger records folding, um, and then Tapehead City kind of taking over. I'm assuming Tapehead City just took over. Like, these are all stuff that was going to be released. Like, already? You know, yeah, for Cassette Store Day. So I think they just swooped in and was like, hey, you know, you still want to release it in October. Here you go. Um, and I was down to uh, find something to do, but... Um, you forgot. I, 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 well, it's just I have so many cassettes already, like, planned. And, um, like, that already, like, released elsewhere that I was like, I didn't have anything, like, new to release. And just, yeah. like, with... Like, I, I I needed more planning, I guess. So I think yeah. if they're gonna keep doing it, I absolutely will be uh, keeping. You know, want to be next, doing it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Next year and, so and I think like cassette store week, like especially for us as a cassette label, is it's a little tough for us because we we always release cassettes. Yeah. We need we need to come up with like something that people will actually be interested in. That's why with like the Mad Conductor Cassette Store Day, that's interesting. That that was a huge J card. Like that is out of the norm of what we usually do. But uh I I would totally have just like come up with something, like just try to make something interesting and just like out of the ordinary that we don't do. And there are a good amount of artists here, like the upper tones, like they're pretty good. Iron Chic, like I am, I'm super stoked on that. I love that record so much. Um, I think probably if the, if they plan on doing it as a seven day thing, which looking at the website it is, I'll probably next year might attempt to do something crazy, like do a release every day. Yeah. Also, Mata Mosca's on it. They're from LA. Yeah, it's pretty. Tight. I mean, it's really dope, and uh, I'm I'm glad Tape It City took over, and I I always felt like Tape It City should take over. Uh, Oh yeah, definitely. They're always a huge big supporter of it, so Also, aren't aren't you cool with Blade Records? Yeah, that's Josh, that's the homie. Yeah, they're uh they uh they have a release, the Maples. I don't know what he's doing. That album's already on cause it's on already on every format possible. Yo, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. They don't know that. Nobody knows that. Maybe he's doing like a special release or something. Uh, like a special yeah. cassette week. This this is sick. I like this a lot. Uh, keep cassette, cassettes alive. Wrapping up, uh, this is sick. This is great. I actually just got my Blink-182 cassette from from uh, Tapehead City. So, uh, yeah, that is great. And speaking of dead formats, video games. Physical video games. <laughs> yeah, physical video games. So, as those who don't know, uh, I'm a huge Tony Hawk fan. One of the biggest. Um, <laughs> and uh, it just came out today yesterday that it is now the fastest selling uh tony hawk game in the franchise which is pretty dope the the remaster so hopefully yeah. we'll i'll be seeing more you know tony hawks in the future which I'm very excited about um but uh we were originally going to go through all of the games like just how they played and whatnot but i think this uh i think a better idea was like let's talk about the soundtracks of the uh, the first couple games yeah, um, it, this is a music podcast. So it, this is it a makes music sense. podcast, yeah. So we're gonna. You know, I I think uh, uh, the the Tony Hawk soundtracks are very important to my I guess um, forming of my tastes of of music. 
um, especially in my formative years of being whatever, like eight, nine, ten, and so on. Because again, I didn't have internet. I didn't have the ability to find music outside of like what my older sister was listening to and like what was like played on the radio. It sounds like that sounds like really generic. Like what people yeah. in like you know the eighties and nineties would be like, yeah, my older brother got me into punk. But it's like now it's like you have the internet. You can find literally any type of music ever. On your phone, you could listen to pretty much every song at it at ever recorded at like a, a second's notice, you know. Yeah, definitely. So this, you know, the, the Tony Hawk games are definitely the, uh, you know, the the they they help curb my taste, and also like when I started going to shows when I was in like high school, and I was like, oh, I know these bands already. This song, or they had a song on Tony Hawk, and I was like, oh, there's like actual music and like. It was like you know, kind of growing up, I guess, or yeah. like kind of finding out more about it. But um, the new thing with the the new remaster is that it's a it's a mix of the first two game soundtracks, and then they added a bunch of new songs. And uh, to roughly say, I'm not a huge fan of the newest games uh, soundtrack. Um, I I wish that they, I don't know, it, it felt like that they just pick kind of more popular songs that they liked, and I don't think they actually like pick things that like skaters would listen to. Um, a lot of the songs don't really like guess fit with like the the action happening within the game and i i feel like if they maybe comb through some uh you know skate footage of the last couple of years and kind of figure out the songs that they were listening to them i think they could have curbed their taste a little bit better but that's you know i also don't need to hear goldfinger in 2020 yeah i think we moved past goldfinger i now. get why it's in the game like i understand i was like that's like these that's like the tony hawk song but I, I just hope after this, like, you know, maybe the music selections get better. And I know that they have the ability to, but especially since this game does so well, maybe they didn't want to spend too much money licensing music. They wanted to see how this one goes, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for the future of the games, but let's, let's, uh, let's get into, uh, going to just talking about a bunch of old, uh, game soundtracks from games, uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. Kind of see. Oh, it's also these kind of work as like almost kind of time capsules of music of the time. A little bit, really depends. Some stuff's a little bit older. Some stuffs like definitely came out around that era. So, well, you know, uh, you got Pro Skater One loaded up. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to talk about my uh, my upbringing with Tony Hawk. You hate Tony Hawk. I fucking hate the Tony Hawk series. Yeah, and, you don't play it. And, well, yeah, and the thing with, like, the whole, like, having this as an end barrier to entry for music, like, I understand it. This is not how I was introduced to any of these bands. In middle school, I had, like, a bunch of friends, and they were, like, super into punk and, like, hardcore and, like, heavy metal. And they were, and I was like, hey, like, I kind of want to hang out with you guys. And I was like, all right, well, uh, this is the, we do this. We do this on this day. Also, check out these bands. Like, you might like them. And I ch- checked out, like, like, early punk like the misfits the ramones and then i got into like black sabbath and stuff and i was like damn this shit is sick and then uh i just i've never listened to a tony hawk's like soundtrack and be like this is this like this is good like we're like this is like my new favorite band like it's, it's filled with like great great bands and like great music but uh it's just not the way that i was introduced to many of these bands well the other thing with like with me was um I knew the song, and maybe if I looked at the credits, I knew the band behind it, but that was it. That was the end of that, you know, it wasn't until... That's the extent. Yeah, it wasn't until I was like, oh, I hear that song from this band, and I go, oh, I hear another song, other song. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I'm a Dead Kennedys fan now. 
I was like, no, I knew Police Truck. It was like, that's it. That this was is like their, one of their worst songs. Too. Yeah, really not, thinking not to, about not, it. Not to, get, not to get too ahead of it, but yeah, it's one of the worst songs yeah, that I was thinking about Kennedy's have made. Because they put Holiday in Cambodia in uh, one of the later games, and I was like, this fits so much better. No, they put California Uberalis in one of the later games, and it felt it felt I was like, damn, this is actually a better song. Yeah. But uh, All right, but... Let's get on with it. The first one, uh, so that is the Dead Kennedys Police Truck, the Ernie's Here Now, Even Rude, Vilified, Goldfinger, Superman, Primus, Jerry Was a Race Car Driver, Speed Dealer, Screamer, Nothing to Me, Suicidal Tendencies, Psychovision, Suicide Machines, New Girl, Unsane, Committed, and The Vandals, Eurobarge. So, definitely a lot of rock. Yeah. Um, the PAL versions, I believe... Um, had uh, hip hop songs. Yeah, there's, there's Aim, Aquaski, and Grand Unified. So, but uh, I think we'll just talk about the uh, the uh, American ones because that's what we're so used to. I that's guess that's what we would have played. So yeah, all punk. Um, if I'm correct, Tony specifically, um, I think had I don't know if he handpicked all of the music, but I think he approved all of the music. Oh, I don't know okay, if he yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he was specifically like, I want this, 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 and this. But I think it was like, if songs were brought to him, he would go, I like this, I don't like this. I think that's how it worked. Oh, okay. But he had a, in the earlier time, he had a very good, um, uh, he had a, he had a, he had a big kind of, uh, a bit, he was a big producer of the games and kind of always has been. He's always kind of had his hand in it a little bit. Yeah. As much as I think he can, you know, the non-technical more of like, hey, you're representing skate culture, you know, correctly. But uh, how do you feel about the soundtrack? Um, there's a lot of good songs on this. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple th- interesting things uh, for trivia-wise. Um, so System of a Down's War was actually a placeholder. Which I think would have been a great song. Yeah. Also, unrelated to the songs, but Bruce Willis was also... <laughs> uh, he was a placeholder character in the game as well. Yeah. Because Neversoft had... made an earlier game. Oh, God, what game was it? Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. And uh, so they, during the uh, early levels, they just, uh, it was just a placeholder. But uh, I think that would have been great. I, that's a great song. System of Band's a great band. I wonder if they just never licensed it or was like, hey, we need to test the music. And it's like, well, I don't want to, I, I, I won't get sick of hearing this song over and over again. <laughs> well, I got Napster. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, there's a lot. I've uh, Dead Kennedys. They're a great band. Minus Police Truck, awful song. It's very problematic now. Uh, Goldfinger, Superman. Uh, that's it's okay. It's a good song. I hate how we're still like drooling over it to this fucking day. I mean, it is it is the it is the Tony Hawk song. When I think about when you talk about pro skater, specific, especially the pro skater series, it is like the Tony Hawk song, right? Yeah. So I get why I get why it's so prominent in the new game and whatnot. No, um, not not just the new game in pop culture in general. Like when you yeah. think of Scott, it's Goldfinger Superman. Like I'm Tony Hawk, specifically from Tony. Yeah, it's and that's yeah. how everyone knows it. Um, I yeah, would say like bring up Gold. Yeah, when you bring up Goldfinger, oh, the band from Tony Hawk, like that is, and oh, is that better or worse than being a one hit wonder? I want to say better. I will. I want to say a little better. I was thinking about that because I was like, um, because I was playing. I was playing Tony. I was playing Tony Hawk last night, and I was like, damn, it would be kind of cool if Corrupt Vision was in this. But then I was thinking, I was like, do I really want to be known as like a Tony Hawk band? Like you're forever known as that, I guess. 
And I feel like Goldfinger is literally the only band that has that stigma. Like, I don't think of, like, the Vandal. Unsane. I do not think of Unsane as a Tony Hawk band. I don't think of Primus as a Tony Hawk band. Oh, not at all. I don't think of Suicide Machines. But, like, Goldfinger, just like, yep, Tony Hawk. Uh, It's unfortunate, yeah. But What's even funnier is, like, New Girl, I think, is a way better Scott song. Oh, definitely. But here's the thing. The Suicide Machines do not sound like that anymore. No, they do not. Like, there, there are two previous records, not the one that just came out. Uh, extremely political, extremely heavy, extremely hard hitting. It, it is not New Girl. Even like their poppy ska songs, it's very like very looking inward. Like this is what's wrong with me, and it does not sound like New Girl or Van song. Yeah. And I do kind of wish that people would listen to those other two Suicide Machines records. But Destruction by Definition is an amazing record. But uh, Matching Some Gasoline, oh my God, so good. That like that, I think that record is a whole lot better than their first one. Yeah, and what's funny again, I didn't grow up with PlayStation uh, or with a uh, Tony X Pro Skater one or two. It wasn't until these games came, I was able to play these games later. So I don't have much affinity for the the first two soundtracks we'll talk about. Oh, but I just I just do real quick. Unsane, holy shit! They, I think they just broke up, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, they're a noise rock like post hardcore band um all of their like album covers are pretty much just fucking murder scenes like have you have you seen the unsane covers i have not oh my god they're literally like gore like just it's just like gore and blood and just just like like just bodies and shit and it's it's literally like a casual person what is like oh my god <laughs> like i don't see how he how you have a casual listener of Unsane. Even the album that the song that this one is from, it's 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 a lot tamer than all their other stuff. It's just like a little like building just splattered with blood. But uh it's still very uh very uh not not pleasant to look at, I guess that would be the word. But I fucking love Unsane so much. They're so fucking good. And I'm kinda of surprised yeah, they're on it's here. It's also like it's also like and it's like they're not even they're not even like Gorgrind. No, oh, no, they just like, hey, you know what's cool? Decapitated bodies. But, yeah, uh, yeah that in the... <laughs> speaking of decapitated bodies... Pro uh, Skater 2? Pro Skater 2! <laughs> I don't know how that works at all. Um, no, no uh, Blood Brothers, that's why. Yeah, that song's awful. Oh, that's a shit song. But yeah, Pro Skater 2, which, uh, there's a lot more songs. Yeah, I don't know how they they figured out. I was like, hey, we could we could fit more. Because no, it, it's like it's still in the same format, so it's like uh, um, oh, it's funny. It's actually the N sixty four version had instrumental or just like cut versions of all the songs so that they could fit. Oh man! So let's see what Blood Brothers, Papa Roach, Bring the Noise with Anthrax and Public Enemy, a uh, Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine, Pin the Tail on the Donkey by Naughty by Nature, You by Bad Religion, When Worlds Collide by Power Man Five Thousand, No Cigar by Mila Conan. B-Boy Document 99 by The High and Mighty featuring Most Def and Mad Skills. Cyclone by The Dub Pistols. May 16 by Lagwagon. Subculture by Styles and Beyond. Sorry, Styles of Beyond. Uh, Heavy Metal Winner by Consumed. Evil Eye by Fu Manchu. Out with the Old by Alley Life. And Five Lessons Learned by Swinging Utter. So they they started doing more hip-hop. Yes. Which which is, is is nice. It does show that it that skaters do have like a big eclectic taste of music. Yeah, and I definitely think I think the the previous soundtrack was also like uh, extreme skaties, nineties punk, 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 hard rock. Yeah, uh, this one's like oh shit, let's actually maybe figure out what people are listening to. Yeah, um, I like this play. I like this uh, this more than the first. 
Um, I feel like You by Bad Religion is a great song. Um, no Cigar by Miley Conan, May 16th by Lagwagon, and uh, they kind of have like kind of the big four of like pop punk at the time. So then, apparently, on the PlayStation version of the game, after the song uh, You by Bad Religion is finished, they it takes too long for the next song to start, and they think that it's because the developers just didn't look look into that enough. It's so, <laughs> so maybe people are just like, damn, this has like a dramatic effect. Damn, this bad religious song's deep. I gotta think about it while I'm doing this fucking kickflip. <laughs> it's just developer oversight. But damn, I wish I knew which was uh, Tony Hawk's like favorite song in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Tommy. Apparently right here it says that it's no cigar. <laughs> yeah, in an interview in 99, Tony Hawk himself stated that his favorite song in the game was No Cigar by Millen How do you say that? Is it Millen Colin? Millie Colin. Millie, Millie I don't Colin. Know. Yeah, uh, they're, I, they're, I like them. They're a good band. I, I think my favorite tidbit is that uh, Blood Brothers by Papa Roach was featured uh, years later in the game Flat Out 2. However, the song only played in the stunts mini games, and it was a reduced quality version. I don't know how you can make a uh, pop a reduced song worse. quality, but they did it. It's it's a feat. Congratulations, oh we did it. Um, so there are also uh, a lot of different releases too. Oh, so there's songs only in the pro. So like in the videos, like in the game, you can collect videotapes, and then you can watch like pro pro reels from like skaters. It was like a big appeal back then again because the internet didn't exist so like the only way you could see like skateboarding like clips was like this and like you know maybe like going to like a, a, a skate shop skate shop so karen campbell's videos professional skateboarder karen campbell's has two songs uh that are not in the like playlist playlist like you can't listen to them except in his tape it was born a lot by city stars and then the, the pro skater 2 theme <laughs> the oh, menu theme yeah my favorite uh, the Korean release of the game uh, had seven more songs, all by the same band, um, Finkel. Finkel. Which I wonder fin- if that was like, is that like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, is that like a stu- was that like maybe Activision Korea had like a band that they, you know, is that like their, is that like a band on staff in Activision Korea to like make music for them? Or is that just like a pop group? Or like a well, group? it's a K-pop group. Really? Yeah, it's just a bunch of cute Korean girls singing. So I gotta do the sick-ass cook flip. I gotta do fucking gainers. And do ga- gainers off the uh, Empire State Building? Give, give me one fucking sec. There's no way this is real. Hold up. I need to listen to this. There's no way that this is actually... This is like a, like a real thing that they put in the game. Hold up. This has to be fake. Oh, wow. There are actually exclusive characters in the Korean version of Tony Hawk. Who are the exclusive... Is it the members of the group? Yep. Okay, hold up. I'm playing it right now. White, Finn KL, Tony... Dude, this is like the... This is... Okay, so it's literally just G- K-pop. That's so weird. What? I did not know that. That's the best kickflip in music. Kick... I mean, they both start with K. K-pop. Hey, there you go. Uh, K, the K in K-pop actually stands for kickflip pop. I mean, you have to realize, like, I'm surprised not there's not more localization in these. All like, I'm surprised there's not more like Eastern European release and you know uh, Australia. I'm sur- like, you're you're picking songs from like could be completely ignorant about where a lot of these bands may be coming from, but like you're putting American music into an American video game and then gonna shove it out like into the world. Skateboarding sure doesn't really have like a like a, the idea of a skateboarding game could appeal to like people from other countries. 
Yeah. But like, like when you have worldwide. Mu- yeah, but when you have music that's so specific to America, I could totally understand. Like, yeah, maybe we should change this if we're selling it somewhere else. Speaking of that, um, a while ago, like I and I actually was gonna try to pre-order this, but like around like the time that Rock Band was getting really big in America, Japan was actually gonna get an exclusive version of Rock Band. And they just canceled it. Like, they had songs, they had everything ready, like, everything lined up, and they just canned it. Because they thought it was just not going to sell. Is Japan, like, huge on, like, peripheral gaming? Oh, yeah, dude. They have Drum Mania. They have Guitar Hero. No, uh, Guitar... Kitadora. There is Dance Dance Revolution, obviously. Dude, Japan loves rhythm games, and I think this would have sold fucking great yeah it's just they just thought like oh i don't think we don't think the japanese would be interested which is also like a thing that also happened like early on in video games like there was a lot of things changed from the original japanese versions when porting them over like for the nes and the snes specifically like the whole mario thing mario 2 how we got their game doki doki panic because mario 2 was i'm doing air quotes too hard for americans which so i do think that which, dude, I played, yo, I played fucking Mario 2. It's really hard. Well, you know what? To me, it makes sense because it's like, all right, you beat Mario 1. Here's more hard. Yeah. <laughs> it makes Mario sense, right? Like, it's like, okay, make it harder. But, but, like, I do like how you said, like, uh, wow, I sound like I'm talking, like, on a discussion forum at school. But I do like how you said that it'd be nice if they localized it for certain like markets like they did with the korean ones but i think the korean version they could have done a little better instead of just having one act one band yeah it's just one band seven songs k-pop like all right you're you, this is this is what you want right but uh there is actually an ios release they have uh different i actually don't know any of these artists uh i know bobot adrenaline only because they had a song in a later tony hawk game and i know mers Oh, Murs! Well, I know him. He's from uh, Hip Hop DX. Yeah. So I, other than that, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Killing California. Now I'm in you. Late night condition savior. Goonies never say die. Ever, everyone comes to life. Nathan Alexander, the alchemist. The lions rampant. Seventy thirty. Operatic. Interested in machines. Murs and Terrace Martin. Fresh kicks. Bobot adrenaline. Race to use and the Spanks just dance. Um, due to licensing issues, so they're like, hey, we're not throwing any money at this. It's funny. I guess you know. When you probably sign up for these, you know, uh, you could put our song in your game. It's probably like it's going to be on, you know, these three versions. And maybe that's actually why it's so hard to maybe re re release these games because it's like oh, we have to re drop contrast for all the music that we used. Yeah. Also, so. Tommy, I know, I know you're a big Tech Moan fan, but he actually does not have a video on this. So we got to get him on the phone. But what the fuck is a pocket PC? I just looked it up and it looks like a, uh, it looks like a, PD like a PDA. It's it looks it looks like a pre-smartphone, but apparently it plays video games. And the Pocket PC version of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two has five songs. And just like the iOS version, uh, the soundtrack only features five songs due to licensing issues. And I have not heard any of these either. I have not either. The Clutters, Ryan Young, Kissinger, Delegate, and Oranger. I'll have like it almost sounds like a fake band. Like all of those just sound fake. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you have a guitar, right? Uh, we got to make a music for this game. Can you help us out?" I bet I want to meet the best pocket PC player of a uh, Tony X Under uh, Tony X Pro Skater Two. 
So it looks like it originally started in 2000. The Pocky PC was released in 2000 and was discontinued in 2005. Man, they tried. No, like, in 2007. I'm sorry, but there are thousands of applications that exist for the Microsoft Pocket PC, many of which are freeware, as I mean, of 2010. So you could buy this and actually use it. And now at this point, you just have a phone. Oh, dude, there's literally no use for this. There's but no use unless for you want to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. But Tommy, what do you think of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack? The, the original soundtrack, and not the Nintendo 64, not the Korea, not the iOS, not the Pocket PC. Solid, very solid. Um, oh yes, definitely. A lot better. I think they they expanded their reach. Um, the bring the noise track is a little weird because it's a, a it's a remix with Anthrax. Yeah, it's like the metal one. Yeah, I'd rather just hear the real version. Is there a real the, version? Yeah, there is. There's because uh, the bring the noise, the Anthrax version is a cover. Yeah, so I was about to say, I was like, or is that one of those weird mashup albums? But I think those came later. No, yeah, that uh, I do think that Bring the Noise can be credited to the creation of rap metal or new metal, as we call it, and the, those weird amalgamations of like I play this genre, but this song is not my genre. I'ma play that and cover it pretty badly. Uh, Bring the Noise by Anthrax is kind of a shit song, but I understand why it is uh important. But so Gorilla wait. Radio, Rage Against the Machine. Oh my God, yes. So wait. Is it? Is there an Anthrax song called "Bring the Noise"? There's a Public Enemy song called "Bring the Noise." Uh, for a second, I was like, I thought there was also an Anthrax song named "Bring the Noise," and then like, hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> flavor Flav on the phone. Yeah, but get Flavor Flav on the phone, please. And I think you know what's funny is like, if this was like early '90s and we heard uh, a rap group over a metal band, I'd be like, "What in the fuck is this?" Now it's like, yeah, everyone does that. Yeah, like it'd be weird if you didn't now. Uh you I love the uh No Control, Bad Religion. That album is so fucking I love that record so much. It's it's I think it's up there like on one of the Bad Religion's better albums. I just really do find it funny that that there's just like a long pause after the the song ends. And uh Worlds Collide, Power Man 5000, you're into that industrial new metal sound? I fucking I that is like my favorite that's my favorite guilty pleasure song. <laughs> if I, I sometimes on Tony Hawk I'll just turn off everything except that song. <laughs> to me that song just like that just I can't like to me that song is like hear that I'm like yo is this a wrestling match match right now? Yeah, oh dude, it's a, it's it's legit a great song. Like that is a good like pop crossover song. Yeah, uh, I, no, I, I, I really, yeah, I really enjoy that song. Yeah, uh, no cigar, Millencolin, dude. Millencolin's so good. I don't think they get enough credit. Like they're they're a very solid band. Like they're damn solid, and I do like Millencolin a lot. Uh, May sixteen, Wagwagon. Uh, Let's talk about feelings. Is an amazing album. It's not as good as Haas or, well, I'm torn between Let's Talk About Feelings, Haas, or Blaze. Like yeah. those, oh, those three records are so fucking good, and I do think like Blaze is like. Kind of their return of form, but they're still trying to like add more experimentation to it. But uh, let's talk about feelings. It's such a good record. Like holy shit, Rage Against the Machines, Gorilla Radio. Yeah, that's a that's a fucking to me not my favorite Rage Against the Machines song. But like, if you're gonna throw one like in a game, I was like, yeah, that probably like it'd be weird to try to skate to like uh, um, killing, killing in the name, in the name of. of bullet in the head. Like ooh, 
Um, Fu Manchu, holy shit, that is, the action is go, <laughs> that record is so fucking good, like, that is, that's some good fucking, like, stoner rock, like, goodness. They're actually from California, too. I would uh, imagine. Wait, are I they mean, most, Did I just say most that? bands are. Yeah, call it California uh, stoner. So, uh, it's, it has, it's pretty much, like, members of Caius. I don't know if you heard of Caius, but, yeah, uh, Caius. if, yeah, Fu Manchu, Oh, dude, they're so fucking good. The action of the go is a is a great, great fucking record. And that's actually uh, when uh, I was first starting to get into music. Uh, a lot of my friends were like, "Hey, listen to this band, listen to that band." Like I mentioned earlier, and I was like super into Black Sabbath. And I was like, "Dude, this is great. Are there any more bands like that?" And then I remember one of my friends like, "Dude, there's a whole genre like this. Like check check out like Caius, Fu Manchu." And I started listening to a lot of like stoner metal and like sludge metal. And then I got yeah. into like. Now, I I was originally like like I like this super super slow heavy like kind of music and then I found Cannibal Corpse and I was like fuck all this shit like we're, I'm going this way so if, if I screaming. yeah yeah if I've never listened to Cannibal Corpse I probably will still be into like the stoner rock scene of uh, California like your hair would be much longer oh yeah my hair will be hella longer and uh, Swinging Utters I do not think that Swinging Utters gets I think they are one of the most underrated bands on Fat Records. Like, hands down. Like, Swinging Utters are so fucking good. And I just... Like, nobody fucking talks about them. Probably because of the dollar sign in their uh, their name. But they are yeah. so fucking you good. You can't find them. Yeah. <laughs> do, difficult we put them to find. S, do we put them in S or do we put them near the, the numbers and symbols? Yeah, it's... uh Oh, God. Yeah, they're, they're so fucking good. And they do not get enough credit. Speaking of not getting enough credit, Pro Skater Three, I think the oh. most underrated Pro Skater is I. Pro Skater Three, I think, is the most underrated one because everyone always talks about how great one and two were. Skater Three is like everything that those were and better. Plays the best. It has the best like, I think one of the best controlling games. Um, I don't know so much about the soundtrack, <laughs> but the level diversity was great. It was a lot more colorful of a game, and overall, I just think a better, better experience, but. I digress. I'd love to see it remade, but let's talk about this. AFI, The Boy Who Destroyed the World, which is uh, AFI's last, like, super punk EP. Uh, Adolescence, Amoeba, Alien Ant Farm, Wish. Oh, Body Jar, Not the Same. CKY, 96 Quite Bitter Beings. Del the Funky Homo Sapien, If You da, Must. Da. Gutter Mouth, I'm Destroying the World. House of Pain, I'm Swinging It. KRS1, Hush. The Mad Capsule Markets, Pulse. Motorhead, Ace of Spades, The Next Men, Among the Madness, Ozo Motley, Cut Chemist Sweet, The Ramones, Blitzkrieg Bop, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Fight Like a Brave, Red Man, Let's Get Dirty, Reverend Horton's Heat, I Can't Surf, very fitting for this game, Roland's Band, What's the Matter Man, Exhibit, Paparazzi, Zebra Head, Check. This is a, I like the soundtrack. I mean, this is, this to me is like, I look at this and go, yeah, this is what I listened to growing up. Um, Just funny because I feel like the other two had, I think, a lot more in the sense of like uh the other ones are more of the music i would listen to now than this although karis are one karis one that's a great song um the ramones blitz crew bug i'm like that's like what their song like that's the ramones song yeah uh adolescence amoeba oh great uh, that's a great fucking song right there yeah, I fucking else? love the um, AFI song too. I, I love AFI. Also, uh, Alien Ant Farm. Wish were you big in an Alien Ant Farm? 
I only recently got into Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> you know what a bad time to get into Alien Ant Farm was? Like any time past two thousand three. Uh, what do you have? You heard of Anthology? Like their entire record? Uh, Is it good? Like I've never like fully like listened to it. I like. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. The only uh, let's see. There's movies. That song's dumb. They released that song uh, like three times as a single. They really tried. There's one where they uh, they did like uh, um, the I forgot what the song was called, but they did like one. They were trying to do like viral music videos before like that was a real thing. They were like crashing like a like events and stuff, and they crashed like the BET awards. Oh yeah, like, I remember watching that video. That's like so fucking like so far up your ass. Like there's like a award ceremony of people celebrating black music and then you're just like i'm gonna play my shitty rock music over this it's also all white yeah if if you if you didn't guess that a band called alien ant farm from the new metal genre was all white dudes also uh are most known for covering uh michael jackson's smooth criminal so that's i mean that song is bigger than their entire oh yeah definitely it's still a cover so what is it? It's like if you fucking right, if your cover songs your hit, you're like doomed. Yeah, you might as well just give up. Um. Also, earlier we were we did say that Superman was like if it's good to just like be a one hit wonder or be known for being a song in a video game. CKY ninety six quite bitter beings. I know that song because of this game, because of Tony Hawk. It's a good song. Holy shit! It's a good song. I literally cannot name any other CKY song like at all. Um. I think also that helped. I think, well, this is also Bam Margera's first introduction into the series. And then this is also, like, when Jack Jackass was, like, kind of the yeah. height. Big. Um, so that kind of makes sense that... I know that uh, I know that this song was also big with, like, the Jackass crowd because, like, that's Bam's brother. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what uh, his uh, early... Oh, it was just called CKY. Yeah, CKY was uh, Bam Margera's produced uh, uh, video series. Was called CKY as well. Can't yeah, can't kill yourself. So that's it's so it's so confusing that like you your brother has a band called Can't Kill Yourself, and then you have a video series called Can't Kill Yourself. Yeah. It's just like did you not? Did you both are like, nah, I'm <laughs> using like no? Name. I'm using nah, the I'm using the name. the name. I'm using No Time Records. No, I'm using No Time Records. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna use Corrupt Vision for my gaming league. Like, no, I'm gonna use it for my band. Uh, oh, that is actually <laughs> that is actually a thing. Yeah, it's true. That's why we don't have Corrupt. That's why we don't have Corrupt Vision yeah. on Instagram because it's give it to a gaming uh, like a gaming team that never yep. did anything. Uh, what do you think of Del the Funky Homo Sapien? I love that. I love. I love. I have. A, I have one of his albums. He's he's a very I really enjoy his like demeanor and like how he delivers like his. I, I love how he 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 raps and I love like the sound of his voice and how he delivers, you know, what he's saying. You, I, I think he's, Oh oh, yeah. I think he is his work with Deltron 3030. So fucking good. And I just, I like the song a lot because it's like the most anti-crust. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's just about like, if you smell like shit, you got to take a shower. It's not, I don't, I don't want to say that entry level music is bad at all. No, some of the like, and quote unquote entry level, like the, the music that people who gatekeep something shame people for listening to, like I think that's still valid. And I think when you're trying to get into alternative hip hop, Del the Funky Homo Sapien is like a good like entryway. Does that make sense? And I'm not saying like oh that's a bad thing or anything. 
Like Del the Funko Hopi Wow. Del the Funky Homo sapien is an amazing artist. He's 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 fun to listen to and it's, he's a good he's a good rapper. Uh God, what else is on this list? I hate that Red Hot Chili Pepper song still to this day. I skip it every this time. This was before they were they got like super Fight poppy. Like a brave. Oh, yeah, there's times where like I didn't know if it was Red Hot Chili Peppers or Primus. <laughs> I'm assuming you don't like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Damn. I don't like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, what about Guttermouth? I I never liked Guttermouth. I was super into just specifically that song. I just I never reason. liked them. They're never good. Um, I tried listening to them otherwise. I, I, there was a time in high school I was like, I need to listen to all of the punk standards, and Guttermouth was in my repertoire. And then like, yeah, I they're not, not good. Uh, Reverend Horton Heat, I hate uh, Psycho Billy, but he, I, I feel that Reverend Horton Heat could get a pass, even though he did play Sturgis. Uh, I think he could get a pass because uh, he, he's pretty, he's a really fucking good guitar player. Uh, Blitzkrieg Bob the Ramones, ooh. Uh, you know, it's 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 yeah, it's a classic. classic. It's Blitzkrieg Bob. It's far from their Ramones best song. I think that is uh, my brain's hanging upside down or Bonzo goes to Pittsburgh, which but that's like a whole lot later. But like the cornerstone of punk rock, I think it can be traced to Blitzkrieg Bob or, well, you know, other earlier songs, which is a podcast in itself. But uh, what do you think of uh, Motorhead's Ace of Spades? What they talked about the last time where it's, yeah the uh, last episode this is the most this is the most fucking uh this is the most fucking record store day thing um that's a to me probably one of my favorite motorhead songs really um, i it's just i, I think it's part of me is like because it's like what i heard the most growing up but it's like oh, okay. it's fast obviously it's metal but it's got enough punk edge to it it's a it's a fun song to skate to yeah it's actually uh, the uh it's, it's the song that plays in the title credits Oh really? Oh, and Motor. I. It's funny how you say that because I do think Motorhead is like in that weird like gray area that like they're still considered metal, but holy shit, they're so they're so fucking fast for the time, and like a lot of people do consider them like uh, the forefathers of like hardcore punk and uh, speed metal and like thrash metal, which I totally agree. Because if you listen to like like uh, Overkill. And then you listen to, like, whatever the fuck Iron Maiden was doing at the time, and I was like, dude, there's no comparison. Like, Motorhead's so fucking fast. I still think Motorhead is, like, a pretty solid punk band, but I, I feel... No, sorry, it's a pretty solid metal band, but I, I definitely see their appeal in um, other hardcore music genres. Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, um, the the look of the album cover, not the, not the vinyl, not the picture disc, but the look of them, of the album cover on Ace of Spades, where they're all dressed like db banditos i think mm. that is extremely influential in the crust punk scene and no one absolutely no one can change my mind <laughs> have you seen the fucking cover i have seen the cover. google it right now and fucking d- look at it and tell me that they're not in a db band <laughs> don't they look like they're in a like fucking it, db band it's like just throw on a uh, cowboy cowboy hats and uh ponchos Oh, they're so fucking good, though. Uh, the last band that I do want to talk about, uh, at least on my end, is the Mad Capsule Markets, and they're actually a Japanese uh, quote-unquote digital hardcore band, and uh, they're actually really fucking sick, and if you haven't heard of the Mad Capsule Markets, fucking check them out. Yeah, it has, um, I think this song specifically has the, it's the Almond Brothers break just Ooh, over legendary. and over and over and over again. Yeah, uh, 
the Mad Capsule Markets are a fucking phenomenal band. And from there, oh, there's actually like nothing good on here. Oh, there's actually like, oh, there's actually like super good. So um, there actually was a, a music that was inspired by it. So like, I guess somebody like played the game and was like, you know what? I wish <laughs> we need more of this. It was released with, it was released with the game. Um, I, I, to me, I think it was just them like uh, uh, wanting to cash in on like, the trend the game coming yeah it's like oh shit you can buy the game and now also the cd but the weird thing is like these weren't from they the no these songs were not in the game it actually only two of them were yeah that's t- i was gonna buy that cd uh late like or, like a while ago like on i was on discogs and then i was like i don't i don't want yeah. this. it's like none of the same songs damn um, so it is What's the Matter with Parents Today? No Effects, like one of their worst songs. Summer by Sum 41, which is it's a decent song on that album. Wish by Alien Ant Farm. You you tell me that. Pennywise, Whose Side Are You On? Followed by Dranning Tool. The best fucking song on here. Bombs Over Baghdad by Outcast. New World Order, One Side Zero. Infest, Papa Roach. Pepper, Melancholy, Questions, Hometown Hero. Melt Me Down, Pressure 4-5. Cut Chemist Sweet. Ozomalti and Deftones head up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why this exists. Probably other than to just capitalize on the fact that, um, you know, yeah, the there's, game was there's literally out. no it's reason like, for this to exist. Uh, it it does. Papa Roach still holds up? I don't think so. Okay, so uh, skip this. Don't buy this on Discogs. Uh, you could literally listen to Bombs Over Baghdad anywhere and save yourself the money. But uh, things you can't listen to anywhere. Uh. Pro Skater 4 soundtrack. There are so many fucking songs on this, we're not going to read them all. Uh, let's do some fucking trivia, because there's actually some some interesting things here. Uh, the song... Okay, this one fucking kills me, because I love... I, I, this is, like... I love Agent Orange. They're just... They're a huge inspiration of me. But the song Bloodstains is mistakenly called Blood Kills in the Game. <laughs> That's some dumb Napster shit right there. That's some fucking LimeWire shit, dude. Um, I will have to double check that. That's funny as shit. Oh, do you have the game? Um, yeah, when I when I I'll load it up later and see if that's actually what it's. Oh man, it's and uh, the shit. song "Beach Blanket Bong Out" is listed as "Beach Blanket Bong Load" because the word "bong out" actually means to smoke a lot of marijuana from a bong. How is how did you fix anything? <laughs> How is anything? I think that sounds worse than beach blanket bong out. I feel like I feel like you should have just called it like BBB. Uh, yeah. Oh, to- never soft. Hire Tommy. I know they're dead, <laughs> but but yeah, Tommy just fixed this. Like I think bong load sounds worse than bong out. Also, that's a, that's I. I'm straight edge, but that song rips. Bloodstains has the word kill, and sometimes I'd rather cure. Censored on the PS1 version. Additionally, the words fine wine and rich girls fine wine is replaced with speed kills. Why? So what? What? A kill is kill is censored. What are you doing? Speed kills is not censored. But speed kills in the actual... What is this? Rich girls, speed kills, fast car. Speed kills. Speed kills. (laughs) Why would you do Agent Orange dirty like that? But uh, okay, so there's a bunch of songs we're gonna not gonna read. At that out. point, just not put the song in. Yeah, just take it out. Fuck it. If you have to do this much, uh, but uh, real quick, there are Polish exclusive tracks. I've heard none of these, but there are 
There are nine Polish exclusive tracks, and the PC and Mac versions actually have two exclusive songs by this band called Lunchbox Avenue. Who the fuck are they trying to steal my Instagram handle? But um, they, <laughs> the, Tommy, you are going to fucking hate me for saying this. So Lunchbox Avenue is a punk band from Austin, Texas. They were only together two years and released one album. And two songs off of that album are on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. How the fuck did they land that? That's what I was thinking when I read that, too. And they're just like a regular pop-punk band. I was like, what the fuck did you have to do? So I looked them all up, uh, all the members. No one's uh, like a pro skater or anything. What if they just knew someone on the fucking... They knew someone developing the PC and Mac version? So how do they pick a just a, a random punk band from Austin, Texas... Who just so happened to exist at the same time that the game was coming out. You know, Daniel Johnston, when he was living in Austin, Texas, uh, he heard that MTV was actually in the area. And what he did for uh, one of their recording sessions is that he just walked on stage. Like, he just got in line for like artists that are playing and just got on stage and played one of his best songs. And I, I, don't, I kind of feel like that's what uh, Lunchbox Avenue did. They just snuck their way on. Like, well... Hey, fuck it, dude. You want to get on the Tony Hawk? Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm there. Like, who are these guys? I don't know. I don't know where this file came from, but, uh, yeah, it's whatever. Fucking game now. Get them on. Uh, so let's see. But, uh, yeah. Go through, uh, your favorite uh, song. ASAP Rock Labor. That's kind of the, the first, that was my first introduction to, like, really weird rap. Like, yeah. Art, not, even ASAP Rock's, like, not that weird, but he's very, you know, he's not, he's out there. He's very technical. Yes. Yeah. ACDC's TNT, which is also the uh, title track. Um, I was super into just specifically that song. Now I'm like, I would not be caught dead listening to ACDC. <laughs> uh, Idea and Abilities, uh, Big Shots, which is uh, kind of funny because like Idea and Ability songs are very depressing and serious. And Big Big yeah. Shots is a song literally about like um, beating up a high school, like uh, a. a, a it's about like a high school bully like being better than you and then like a oh. girl taking money like taking advantage of you and then they them themselves being the big shots taking advantage of you and you, like you it's like a song where you get talked down to the whole time i love the song trust me distiller seneca falls i think that's probably one of the best distiller songs uh toy toy dolls uh dig that groove baby that's such a fun song uh, System of a Down Shimmy. That was the first time I ever listened to System of a Down. Um, uh, run, um, di- run, uh, run DMC, My Adidas. That's a fun That's a fun song. Public Enemy, By the Time I Get to Arizona. A weird song. Do you go to Arizona in the game? No. <laughs> I do go to the UK, which makes sense why Sex Pistols are in Anarchy in the UK is in there. Same with, uh, yeah. uh, and then Zeke's Death Alley, which is a fun song. Um Oh. U.S. Bombs, which uh, did not age well. Uh, Goldfinger Spokesman. It's like, hey, you know what? They worked again. Get them in here. Get them yeah, that's. Yeah. Does anyone think about Spokesman? Nope. Less Than Jake, All My Best Friends Are Metalheads, though, which I think is probably one of the best Less Than Jake songs. Really? I highly disagree. Less Than Jake has a million times better time songs. I love song, that but... song. I'm not a huge uh, Less Than Jake fan anymore, but... Uh, Rock from the, Rocket from the Crypt, Savior Fairy... Savior Fair. I know I'm mispronouncing that like crazy. Um, Savior Fair? I think so. Uh, they're from San Diego, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And I know that because uh, 
If you go into anything somewhat punk related in San Diego, you will see a rocket to the crib sticker slapped fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I I fuck they're they're a great. It's like band. Authority Zero and uh, Phoenix. Oh yeah, they're they were actually signed to Cargo Records, which uh, that's a trip. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is on. Flogging Molly, Drunken Lullabies, uh, The Faction, Skate and Destroy. Let's see what else. Um. Oh, the Offspring, uh, Black Ball, and uh, let's see, there's anything other. Stick. Oh, and NWA's Express Yourself, which like that was my first uh, experience with NWA. I never, I, I, I didn't. That song's very like laid back and kind of fun. Then like you hear the rest of their music, like oh, they're very violent. Let's see, off, uh, off, uh, Prosecutor Four. No, I think that's, uh, I think that's a good kind of, uh, oh, Hot Rodder music, uh, Bouncing Souls, A Veil. They got, um, it's a good soundtrack, and this is also pretty lengthy. You know, you won't get, you won't get sick of hearing these songs over and over again. At least not as, as quickly. And this also, I think, set off for all the Tony Hawks to just have just long fucking soundtracks at this point. Yeah, and like a like a good mix yeah. as well. Want to cut into uh, underground soundtrack and. No, you did. You did not even talk about fucking hot water music and like how important they are to like modern pop punk. Like hot water music, like this is like uh, Freightliners, like from the uh, album where they got super, uh, where like they're one of their early albums where they were more like grunge. And uh, if you listen to like those early hot water music records and you listen to, like soft grunge, like Citizen Basement, like holy shit, like you 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 know where those bands got their sound from like hot water music is extremely influential, especially in like modern pop yeah. punk and uh, ACDC's TNT. Uh, that song sucks. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's um, all I got. Oh, and bloodstains, agent orange bloodstains, uh, bloodstains. I think it's kind of like they're one of their, their, their weaker songs, but uh, that entire record that it comes from living in darkness is fucking amazing. It's an amazing record and everyone should listen to it. It's it's really cool as um with um with the Tony Hawk games and they kind of kept this this um, tradition going of like city you know uh, city stars is Karen Campbell's band and Muska Beats is Chad Muska like making music that like if there's a pro skater that made music they would put them in the game like oh, yeah. uh, Definitely. Mike Valley had a had a hardcore punk band that he used to front called Mike V and the Rats and those songs ended up in the later games as well. Let's do Underground and Call It because Underground's yeah. a very and, long um, album. I'm sorry, you need to put some respect on this game soundtrack. MTV Music Award Best Video Game Soundtrack winner in 2004, Tony Hawk's Underground. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> this to me, this, 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 and uh, uh yeah, Mike being the Rats. Uh, this and Postgate uh, 4 probably too. Let's see what they yeah, got. 78 fucking songs. Uh, 78 songs, 77 used in game, one used exclusively in escape video, which fucking Do You Still Hate Me by Jawbreaker is the fucking song. Holy shit. I love that song so fucking much. I God, Jawbreaker so fucking good. Uh, actually, Jawbreaker was playing in the Bay Area, and I was like really debating getting off of work like at 2 p.m., driving all the way to the Bay Area. Uh, and literally just watch Jawbreaker and drive back. Not a bad idea. You gotta do what you gotta you, do. You see, my fa- my favorite uh, trivia is that there is a level that is just a Kiss concert. <laughs> is there? There is. Hotter than there hell, is. yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna. Uh, what you do is you have to go around the level and light up uh, three, uh, every letter and kiss, and then they have a really, really awful uh, CGI kiss concert where they play one of the. They just play one of the three songs, one of the three kiss songs in the game. Oh my god! And then, uh, uh, like they just like dub in like pyrotechnics noises and then like crowd cheering. But there's no one there, and it's. There's no one there. It's really awkward. That is surreal as um, shit. And then, if you beat the game on the hardest difficulty, you can skate as Gene Simmons, and that is not a joke. Oh, that is... Is that rad? I think not. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, um, Pro Skater, or you could skate as Eddie, the Iron Maiden mascot. Oh, dude, that's fucking sick. Um, and then I think that's the only time they've ever had musically... No! Billy Joe from uh, Green Day is playable in... American Wasteland. Does he skate? I don't know. Wait, can you play as Lil Wayne at number five? Yeah. Yes, you can. Does he skate? I he, I, I, I know he cannot play guitar. I think on paper he skates. <laughs> Technically, hypothetically speaking, he is a skater. You know who probably doesn't skate? Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio. That's uh, Armageddon. Oh, that's a great song too. I love that song. Alkaline Trio, so good. Armageddon. All right, assorted jelly beans. Rebel Yell. Oh my God. That song's terrible, and I hate that song. But that record is not as good as their first one. But uh, uh, this uh, this actually is my least favorite Assorted Jelly Bean song. Let's see what else do they got on Authority here? Authority Zero, uh, Every Day. Oh, Bad Religion again with Big Bang. Oh, this, this is just the punk section. This is just punk. Um, no Effects, The Separation of Church and Skate. Uh, Dropkicks Murphy's Time to Go. That one's good. GBH, Crush Him, Hot Water Music again. Again, fucking amazing band. Oh shit! Painted Black is on here, dude. That's fucking insane. That's um, that's Dan Yemen's uh, I think most recent band. Uh, Dan Yemen is uh the owner of J Tree Records, and uh, he's also in Kid Dynamite and Lifetime. But uh, I'm a huge Dan Yemen fan. I love all of his projects that he's been in. Uh, Refused New Noise. I love the Refused. They're great. Social Distortion, Mommy's Little Monster, The Clash, Right Riot. Um, the Addicts, Viva Love Revolution, uh, Seed by Sublime. That song's a mess. Yeah, that song's like all over um, the place, and it's just like change, 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 change. It's still a good song. The Strike Plants, Anywhere, California, holy shit. Babylon. The Transplants. I've never been a Transplants fan. I've like I like Blink, uh, but you, Transplants is a little too much for me. Strike Anywhere. I I fucking love Strike Anywhere so much. They're super super good. And if you cut down to rock other Authority Zero, it's like why did that not get? <laughs> why is that not in the punk? Is that section? out of the punk? Are we wrong? Fu Manchu, High on Fire. Oh, High on Fire. Holy song. shit! Yeah, three of three of them. You got a Jane's Addiction, In Flames. Holy fuck! Entombed as well. What? What is the soundtrack? Got some fucking melodic death metal over here. Holy shit! Mastodon, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh yeah, that's that's, Sod Milk, dude. Sod's a piece of shit band. Fuck them. Same with Super Joint Ritual. That's uh the fucking band that uh the lead singer Pantera's in, right? Uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck them and fuck Sod. Fucking racist ass bands. I like Kiss though. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I fucking love Kiss. But anyways, I fucking love Kiss. They're a great power pop band. Uh, I hate their marketing, the way they market themselves. It's, it's fucking cringe. It's really bad. But uh, I Kiss has some great fucking songs, honestly. I mean, they are like they're like the misfits of metal. Oh, definitely. I I wouldn't even call them metal. I just think they're like power pop, if anything. But rock. 
shit. But you know what's not shit? Bus driver. Imaginary places. Oh, that's a good song. Fun song. That's, that, that go, talk about fun. Bus, driver. bus Driver. Should people listen to Bus Driver? Um, I think people should listen to Bus Driver. He's a he's a very very uh, rapper to listen to, and was I think one of the Godfathers of like weird internet rap. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there's many people who will attribute him as like their biggest influence. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bus Driver's great. Also, I'm kind of shocked that Cannibal Ox is on here. Oh, what, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what would a uh, bus driver's, uh... All right, so if any if any of y'all don't know, Travis Scott has a burger coming. Uh, he has a burger out that I actually ate. And uh, we were, uh, after Crow Vision practice, we had a uh, discussion of what other rappers would, what would their meal be? And we were in uh, Del Taco waiting, and Tommy said, what'd you say about bus driver's meal? It's like it's like a what would a bus driver del taco like meal be? Would it be like can I get a can I get a metaphorical taco? <laughs> can I get the idea of a taco? That's <laughs> so fucking because that 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 I think that like perfectly encapsulate encapsulates what uh like the bus driver style. Same with Cannibal yeah. Ox. Like I'm kind of surprised that they're on something like this. Uh, Mr. Lift too. Uh, Deltron 3030 and we talked about how great they are I do like how there is a group or somebody named Juggernauts and for a second I thought it said Juggalo but I would not be surprised if I google this super quick and it will be oh I was wrong they're not a uh, a hatchet man style band I apologize Juggernauts I'm very, I'm very sorry to, uh, to, to lump you in together. Yeah, um, I know, I know you listen to this podcast, but MF Doom is featured on a song. Let's see what else, uh, Mr. Liff, which I only know Mr. Liff is because uh, one of his songs used to come with, I think, Windows Seven. <laughs> That's not a joke. That is funny. Like how uh, Weezer used to come with uh, ninety-five, I think. Yep. Um, Quasimodo, people under the stairs, Nas. Oh, dude, Quasimodo's so fucking good. Um, R.A. the Rugged Man, who who uh, I think he has... Uh, hold up, let me double-check my facts here. I think he released an album. Oh, no, he has two unreleased albums. Yeah, that's what it is. Did you say he's the king of the underground? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not, no. Uh, he's great. Not a lot of even people who listen to underground hip hop do not know R.A. the Rugged Man. If anyone, I would say probably MF Doom. I would say MF Doom is the king of the underground hip hop. But Jurassic Five is on this, which they're uh, I love them. They're a great band, great group. You want to cut into underground too, or you want to cut it? Oh no, we're gonna have to uh, pick this up a little later too, because there's a lot of Tony Hawk games. There's a lot lot of songs. There's a lot of songs too. This one doesn't have much in the way of um. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, a weird localization releases or anything. Oh, yeah. They're probably like, yeah, yeah there's right. enough music. Yeah, uh, it's good enough. Yeah. Um, curious if uh, more stuff was taken out of the um, if stuff you would get removed or whatnot offered because it's so many songs that yeah. you think that they would probably you know want to. It's kind of funny that like yeah, other people in other countries have probably a different Tony Hawk experience. Yeah. At least with the uh music wise so at least the koreans did but uh yeah i 
I'm totally down to do uh, another the last five, which is Underground Two, American Wasteland, Project Eight, Proving Ground, and Pro Skater Five from the main series. And then if you want, we could uh, <laughs> we could do the spinoffs. Downhill Jam, Motion, Ride, Shred, and Shred Session. Are do those have songs that are you that you're aware of? One of the, no, one of the games features um, uh, C Vende from San San Diego. <laughs> it's, it's like a local San Diego band that uh, really kind of friends with, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm in a Tony Hawk game." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm on the iOS version." I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" He's like, "Yeah, Tony liked my song." I was like, "All right, all right, cool." That's fucking um, rad. If you guys want to hear us rip apart other game soundtracks, I'm totally down. Yeah, I want to talk about the Downhill Jam soundtrack. I'm interested in, like, what what weird shit is on that. Of course, there's 40 you know, fucking songs on it. Holy shit, that's a lot. I know, I know one of them is, um, it's like a anarchist rapper. Can't think of his name right now. Oh, why is it, why is it eluding me? Oh, Lil Uzi Vert. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Loopy fiasco, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You actually might like this uh, uh, soundtrack. Oh hell yeah! All right, so there is going to be a part two of this, but uh, I'd say let's do the uh, the podcast where we uh, talk with someone, do this one, do another one where we interview someone, and then do a, do the last one, which are the remakes and the repackages. Yeah, well, not we won't we won't just like three weeks of like able just, just straight talk about Tony Hawk, Hawk. <laughs> and then we uh, should talk about like the game series like eventually for the No Time oh. Gaming podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Time All right, let's gaming. call it. Yep. Uh, have a good have a good week, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, yes. At No Time Records OC on Instagram at NTR Podcast on Instagram. Uh, no time records. No time for fun. Uh, no time records on Facebook at NTR Pod on Twitter. Find us. You yeah. know how to find us. Do you have that written down somewhere? Oh, oh, because every time you say oh. that, I was like, he has that. Like he's reading a post-it note like on his desk right now. Off top, I think I get one of the. I think I always forget one of them or get one wrong every week. So there, there's, there's, like a, yeah, there's a million of them right now. So, but yeah, uh, thank you all uh, again. Sorry there was no podcast last week.